Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Joe, you there? Hey, hey, what's happening, brother? Hey, yeah, just ready to get going. How long is this going to be, like 10 minutes? Yeah, not long at all, man. Hold on, I'm just doing the math real quick. Uh, I'm looking at pay-per-view proceeds. Uh, 0.5 equals... Equals. Yeah, dude. 
they lost their ass, man, with this uh, <laughs> with this pay per view, man. Hmm. Not my problem. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> All right, brother, you ready? Ready to go. All right. Let me just take a speaker. Okay. okay, can you hear? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of War Week Radio. Guys, I'm Joseph Herod, and we're being treated with the insight of the one and only three-decade fight trainer, Mr. James Gogi. James, how are you this evening, brother? Hey, I'm doing great, Joe. I'm doing great. Well, you know, this past, I guess, weekend, well, we were treated to, uh, well, some interesting fights. Uh, Saturday night marked the replay of the HBO pay-per-view which took place on uh, November 19th. And obviously we saw the replay on regular subscriber HBO, along with Lomachenko versus Walters. Um, and we just, well, it's been reported by Kevin Ioli from Yahoo Sports that Andre Ward versus Sergey Kovalev, the pay-per-view, well, it flopped. It drew just about 160,000 buys. Gogi, are are you surprised about that? No, I I said that, Joe. I think in my preview uh, for the Ward Kovalev fight, you asked me what your predictions for the pay per view. Like then I told you between one hundred and fifty and two hundred because of you know certain factors I gave you. Yeah, well, when you look at the purse, according to the Nevada State Athletic Commission, uh, Sergey Kovalev, and this was a huge story. Leading up to the fight, uh, the final press conference, uh, Andre Ward's trainer, Virgil Hunter, went on this diatribe where he was criticizing main events, and he felt sorry for Sergey Kovalev because he felt that, well, Kovalev was getting shortchanged. Well, looking at the performance of this pay-per-view, looks like Kathy Duvin main events were the smart ones. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it looks like Rock Nation... Boy, they're having to suck it up, paying Andre Ward $5 million. Uh, Gogi, what was the real reason why Virgil Hunter was saying this? Was he just trying to get into the head of Team Kovalev, or is he just not very knowledgeable of his fighters' realistic market value in the current landscape of the sport in mainstream America? Like I said, I thought he was just trying to get in the fighters' head trying to get any, you know, every advantage possible, you know, to get him disgruntled the week of the fight, you know, uh, the week of the fight, you're supposed to be happy. You're supposed to be focused on, on, on the fight, you know, uh, you know, the execution, uh, you know, everything else that gets, you know, that goes along with the, you know, uh, pre-fight, uh, festivities, festivities, the week of the fight, you know, but main thing is keeping your focus, keeping you happy, uh, you know, then, you know, all those media obligations you got to go through and, you know, you know, the, you know, the meet, uh, what do you call it? The you know the meetings, uh, you know with the TV, you know the TV, you know people and all that. You know, Joe, all these all the little things. Then you got to train. You still got to train, you know, to uh, you know, to make weight, to stay sharp, to uh, you know, what do you call it? Just to uh, go over your game plan again, you know, to uh, what you're gonna do to ex- execute in the fight. You know, just make sure everything uh, that you uh, practice in the last six, eight, nine weeks, or however long they train for the fight, that you know, hey. They haven't, you know, if things ain't going to change, okay, uh, this is what we're going to do. And 
Virgil, by doing that, putting that poison into us, or trying to put that poison in Kovalov's head, you know, he tried to get him a sidetracked, you know, uh, off focus, uh, get him to scrumble, just like uh, Ricardo Mayorga was when he fought Oscar De La Hoya. You know, he was, uh, you know, bitching, complaining, threatening to pull out of the fight because, uh, you know, King, you know, King didn't pay. He thought King didn't pay him enough money, and he thought King was ripping him off and all that. And, uh, you know, it, oh, it got him disgruntled. It got him uh, off, uh, off track. You know, he lost his focus, and guess what? He got knocked down the second round. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, well, going back to the pay-per-view performance, um, Obviously, Sergey Kovalev, their team has a rematch clause in the original contract, which was actually signed almost a year ago by both parties. Um, according to several reports from uh, several major media outlets, how does the poor performance of this pay-per-view? How does this affect the rematch, Gogi? And also, who's to blame? for the poor performance of this pay-per-view? I mean, is well, there several cool. factors involved? Is it... Uh, I tell you what, let's handle the first part of this, right? Um, is the poor performance of this pay-per-view going to affect the rematch? Could be a factor. You know, Ward's going to want a lot of money, and they're going to go back to Ward and tell him, hey, we can't justify paying you this amount of money. We lost money on this card. You know what I mean? In order for this... Uh, pay-per-view to get hot, it's going to have to do X amount of numbers. And <laughs> just by looking at you know the pay-per-view results from this fight, you know that number that they're trying to re- reach to pay you know for wars that you know extra money he's going to want, it might not come through. It might not come to fruition. Therefore, they might lose the money again, and they're not going to do that. You know, <laughs> they're not going to do that. Uh. Uh-uh. So that might be a factor in uh, making the fight, you know. Uh, to me, it's one of the uh, one of the roadblocks. Yeah, I think in trying to get this fight done. Yeah, yeah. Andre Ward has already stated that. Well, expect things to be a little different this time around, Sergey Kovalev. Uh, Gogi, have you ever known any fighter? to actually want to take a pay cut <laughs> after being given $5 million. Not too many. <laughs> Not too many. Especially after winning fighters. the belt. Exactly. And he's going he's gonna to want the damn lion's share, you know, big time. And, you know, just by Ward, you know, just, I just got a feeling, boy, he's not too happy to go in this rematch with Kovalov. And if he can avoid it, like Canelo's avoiding Golovkin, and never have to fight this guy unless he really, really, really has to. And he's not going to fight. I really believe that a rematch ain't going to happen, even though they had they got a contract. You know, <laughs> it might get down and uh, dirty and nasty in the courtroom. Mm. Wow. Uh, so you actually think that there's a possibility that Kathy Duva and the main event's attorney, the longtime attorney, um, is going to have to take... Yeah, Pat English is going to have to actually take Rock Nation Sports and Andre Ward to court. You think I've that's a possibility? I've seen him do it before. Joy Boy Campus, Felix Trinidad. Felix Trinidad avoided him like the plague. He was the number one contender for over a year and a half. And King, 
had Bob Lee in his pocket. Bob Lee, you know, the the former uh, crook that run the, the IBF that was taking, you know, uh-huh. kickbacks to get fighters rated. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, got in bad trouble. Did, yep. Who also did prison time. Yeah, well, what happened was uh, back in the days, uh, Trinidad was uh, their star, you know, one, one of their newer stars for King. And King, man, they didn't want to fight that guy, your boy, because, you know, hey, you know, he was incredible record. He had, I don't know, 50-some wins. 30, 49 knock, ah, just some unreal record, you know what I mean? Uh, just mm-hmm. like a lot of those fighters coming out of Mexico, you know, they don't fight a lot of tough competition. They get all those knockouts and everything. It's more smoke than it, the, 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 than it is substance. But King didn't want to face this guy. Uh, he knew Campus, solid chin, explosive puncher, can, you know, hurt, hurt his young star and beat him for that title. And King did everything he, did, he could to protect him. He had Bob Lee, uh, you know, in his pocket, so they kept stalling it, stalling it, stalling it, you know. And, and according to number, uh, the IBF rules, which they weren't following, he had to fight him. Campus was the number one contender. He had to fight him in a certain amount of time, and they kept on stalling and stalling and stalling. Well, Dan Duva said to hell with it. They sued him. Patty English, they went to court, and, they, you know, they got an injunction, <laughs> or they got a court order. They had to fight him. Yeah, that's the only way they had, they could have forced that fight. It was back in, I think, ninety. Mid nineties, they had to force that force the issue, and they yep. want you know they want a court order, and uh, man, you got to now you got to take the fight. <laughs> so you know the fight happened, and Trinidad ended up knocking him knocking him out anyway. You know within four rounds. So uh, yeah, Joe. <laughs> yeah, Joe. You know a, a similar situation Duba, happened. Joe, yeah, go Joe, ahead, Joe. Kathy Duva, she put explicit from what she said. She's she put explicit language in that contract. I don't know what the I don't know what the language is, uh, but because of their ex- experiences in the past, they made sure the language they put for the rematch uh, is more enforceable than the their past rematch clauses. That's what I'm trying to say. See, Joe, you learn from the past. You okay? You you mm-hmm. fight a fighter. You you put a rematch clause in there. If it ain't specific language, and if there's uh, if there's not uh, no certain uh, what do you call it? Guarantees, like for example, I'll give you an example. One for this rematch clause. If, if it was me and I and uh, I signed it with the Kovalov, Kovalov loss. One of the, one of the terms of the rematch clause would be there has to be immediate rematch. Uh, you know, Andre Ward can't fight nobody else until he fights Kovalov in the rematch. Okay. And you know, and if he does, you know, want to take a, you know, fight somebody else, you know, you know, you, you know, you pay him some step aside money. But that's one of the terms. So if Andre Ward tries to back out of this uh, rematch clause and tries to fight somebody else, well, guess what? States in the states in the rematch, you know, if, if it's if it's the language that Patty English put in that rematch rematch clause, if he if he has that in there, well, guess what? If Andre Ward tries to fight somewhere, you know, somewhere else, he ain't gonna be able to because that language that Pat English put in the rematch clause is going to prevent him. And if he do, mm. and then he does try to go and fight somewhere else, guess what? And he's going to file a lawsuit. And what's going to happen when he files a lawsuit, Joe? So uh, HBO is going to like, oh, forget it, forget this. I don't want to get involved. When a, yeah. You know, when there's a lawsuit involved, Joe, they back away. Okay. Yeah. Well, away. you know, looking. Looking at what's being reported, yeah, the, you're absolutely right, Gogi. The verbiage does seem very specific. 
And I'll give you an example. Uh, it was reported by BoxingScene.com that the only there there were uh, two sites that are prohibited according to the rematch clause. <laughs> it was stayed in the contract. Yeah, two rematch sites were absolutely prohibited in the immediate rematch, okay. which were any venues in California are forbidden. In okay. War's home state, and also Russia. Nowhere can Kovalev demand an immediate rematch in Russia. Those are two prohibited prohibited areas, right? So, well, Joe, 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 the most important thing is, you know, what is this have, does this rematch have to be immediately where war can't take it? No, no, I understand yeah. that, Gogi. My point is, if they went to if they went as far as being that specific in venue yeah. in venue rights, well, you bet your ass that they were specific about the terms. <laughs> well, I tell you what, that rematch clause ain't that typical. That rematch clause they had ain't no typical. Okay, there will be a rematch after uh, you know if so and so wins, uh, and that's it. You know, it, a two sentence rematch clause. It probably was a whole page. <laughs> They wrote about a rematch clause in the, oh, the, I'm the, sure term, the term I'm, and conditions. I I'm Pat sure it was English several goes. pages, uh, Gogi. <laughs> Joe, I know Pat English. I've seen his contracts. The guy's a damn good boxing lawyer, okay? Uh, Indeed. Not only does he work right, very, very good contracts to protect the interests of main events, but he has teeth behind it, too. If there's a breach in the contract, he ain't got a problem taking the court to enforce uh, his contracts, okay? Smart, very, very. There's only a few lawyers like that in boxing that do that. They, you know, that that have teeth. There's a lot of lawyers out there and this and that. And all they do is, you know, you know just like anything else in boxing. You know, they bark, well, bark, bark, but they don't have no bite. When it's time to well, go, to court, Joe. Joe, mm-hmm. Joe, let me, let me talk. I've been in this situation before, okay, with these legal matters, okay. And I've met a lot of lawyers, and I've talked to a lot of lawyers. All of them, a lot of them. Like people in boxing, they blow smoke in your face. Yeah, 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 yeah. The only attorney I trust is my guy right now, Mike Miller. Okay, he he not only no he don't bark, he bites. Okay, he's one of them silent ones where he lets you know the the pen is my uh the pen is mightier than the sword sword, and he okay he bites. If there's a breach in the contract, he'll go right after the promoter and uh, remedy the situation. Now he's done it for me. Well, my guy, Lawrence Claybay, he did it for James Leha, he did it for James Kirkland, and a, a, a whole mess of other fighters. Angulo, that, you know, got himself in legal situation with these promoters, okay? And he, hasn't a, he doesn't have a problem. So I ain't worried about main events. If there's, whatever that contract says of that rematch clause, it will be enforced by Pat English. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, uh, I guess... <laughs> Geez, now I forgot what I was going to say. Shit. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. Sorry, man. Um, let me think. No, it's just you got to have some bite, well, man. And no, I understand that, Gogi. Uh, damn it, man. I, oh, I can't remember what I was going to say. I'll edit all this shit out, man. It's frustrating. Um, well, Joe, oh, look, yeah. look when, I'm, when I'm talking about this, man, and I'm talking about illegal stuff, I've been through this shit, man. And I'm trying I, to explain I, to the audience. I, I understand. You, yeah, you I understand, understand, but the audience don't understand, okay? They got to understand, hey, man. I just don't want to lose our audience, Gogi, talking about this. Huh? I don't want to lose our audience talking about this because yeah. 
dude, you you and I care about this. Guys like Don, real fans, but well, most you, people you don't do give a shit about that. Start over from scratch again. No, 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 no. I can edit it out. Let me let me just pick up where I was where I was gonna gonna go with this. Okay, three, two, one. Well, Gogi, it looks like well the purses, especially Andre Ward's, it was a little unreasonable the first time. Obviously, mm. do you, how big of a factor is the money going to be in making this immediate rematch? Because from what I was told, Gogi, um, by several people who I trust, that funding for this endeavor wasn't that easy. Getting a mm. venue for this endeavor, getting a site fee for this endeavor wasn't that easy. Because Kovalev and Ward, they're not two mainstream draws. They don't have big fan bases and they don't have the support of the uh, always important Hispanic fan base. Mm-hmm. How how big is the money factor going to be in, in forcing the rematch in this? Uh, is there a possibility that all parties involved could just say, you know what, screw it. Let's just move on to greener pastures. Not going to happen with main events. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's why they put that rematch clause in there. It's going to be a huge factor trying to get Andre Ward to accept the uh, the money they're going to offer him. It ain't going to, you know, I know he's going to want a lot more than what he got, and the money ain't there. So therefore, that's going to be a, a big, big time roadblock in making this fight happen. Wow. Well, I tell you what, it remains to be seen what how what takes place, and you know, I, I think Kathy Du was a little, you know, a little. Uh, Optimi- a little too optimistic when she says the rematch could happen as early as April. Guys, <laughs> don't count on it. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, t- I tell you what, though. Uh, watching the replay, though, Gogi, did you see anything new? Do you still stand by your scorecard when watching it a second time? Stand by my scorecard. What I saw the first time, I saw the second time, Joe. Okay. I stand by my scorecard, 115-113. Well, I want to get your opinion on something. Um, Hall of Fame promoter, matchmaker, Mr. J. Russell Peltz, right? Um, He's a very good friend of Mr. Don Warwick Jargon. And he had a lot of very interesting things to say about this... uh, (laughs) <laughs> this fight card. Um, and I'm going to read his commentary, okay? So this is what he had to say about Andre Ward versus Sergey Kovalev. And then this is going to segue, his second part of his commentary is going to segue into his thoughts of Lomachenko versus Walters and Walters choosing to quit on his stool. This is from um, Hall of Fame matchmaker Jay Russell Peltz, Hall of Fame promoter. Quote, what a disappointing night watching the fights on HBO. I got my first look at Kovalev Ward. You can win by a landslide or you can win by a hair, but either way, you are the winner. And Kovalev, in my opinion, was the winner against Andre Ward. If I were commissioner, I would bring in the three judges and ask them to look at round 10 and explain to me how they scored it for Andre Ward. No way Ward won the 10th round, and no way he won the fight. But this has been going on in boxing forever, 
and I've been on both sides of some very questionable decisions, so we simply have to live with it. As for the highly anticipated Lomachenko versus Walters fight, if I were the boss, Peter Nelson, at HBO, I would tell Walters to lose my phone number. I understand boxing is a tough way to make a living, and I get it that I am not the one inside the ropes getting hit, and I know what fighters have to go through in training and sparring and the medical exams and, and the road work and everything that goes with it, but this is the prove- profession that you chose. When I think of the thousands of fighters from the turn of the 20th century to the turn of the 21st century, and guys like Benny Briscoe, Tony Zale, one-eyed Harry Greb, one-eyed Gypsy Joe Harris, Joe Frazier, getting up from six knockdowns against George Foreman, Wesley Muzon, fighting Bob Montgomery for the title with a detached retina he suffered in training, Marcel Cernan, fighting 10 rounds with a dislocated shoulder against Jake LaMotta, and LaMotta himself standing up under a brutal beating by Sugar Ray Robinson, and Carmen Basilio going after the ref when his rematch with Gene Fulmer was stopped, or Basilio with that grossly blown-up eye against Robinson in their second fight, and the little bit of money that they earned compared to what Walters got last night, it makes me sick. What has happened to the sport that I fell in love with when I was only 12 years old? End quote. What indeed, Gogi? Is there anything that you'd love? What what are your thoughts on the very poignant and insightful commentary by Mr. J. Russell Peltz? Couldn't agree with him anymore. I feel the same way. You know, I've been saying that for a long time, man. You know, the the fighters, uh, they're not as tough mentally or physically like the fighters in the past. Uh, You never would see none of this stuff. In fact, when I talked to Don Chargan a couple weeks, oh, I talked to him uh, right after the fight, and I told him, hey, Don, this is just ridiculous, man. There's just these fighters, boy. They're just quitting in the corner and not giving them the effort that, you know, the paying customers, uh, you know, expect. And this never happened before, and Don agreed. He goes, man, I know, you know, it's ridiculous. Don goes, it's never happened like, he'd never seen this stuff before. And, and uh, you know, the over 60 years he'd been in boxing, uh, especially, you know, all the over the, over 5,000 fights that he had, you know what I mean? Uh, the way the, the way these fighters are just quitting or, uh, you know, giving up and not fighting through the adversity or the pain of, uh, you know, what they're expected to do, especially at the championship, HBO championship level, okay? When you fight on this stage, Joe, you better put it on the line. The money they're paying you is, you know, elite-level money. And when you're fighting for elite level money, you know you post, you you you're supposed to go through the hard stuff, okay? The pain, the adversities uh, of a tough fight. Uh, you know, I can see if you're fighting on a club show and you're making you know a thousand dollars. That's a different story. But this is you know he's fighting on HBO. You know, uh, after dark uh, main event, okay? Uh, every time you fight on HBO after dark, especially when you're in the main event, hey, you gotta you gotta prove yourself every time. Uh, that fight he had against Sosa was a draw. So, you know, hey, he's got to come back for, he's got to come back with a spectacular win against uh, a, a top-level opponent. And what did he do? He quit on the, he quit on the stool after the seventh round. Mm. Well, I tell you what, Gogi. Um, yeah, this, this is what Bob Arum had to say about it, right? Um, 
He says, uh, well, probably. You know, this is going to be, yeah, Axeman is going to be a tough sell to HBO from this point forward. They'll judge it based on this one fight. But they have to understand Nicholas Walters was a guy who is not used to losing. He was a winner in all of his fights, including the one that they called a draw versus Jason Sosa that he really won. And he ever never had to face this type of adversity. And he was on his way to being knocked out, and he couldn't hit the guy. He couldn't even touch Lomachenko. So for an ordinary fighter who just takes the good with the bad, the guy that keeps fighting until he gets knocked out or loses a unanimous decision, but a guy who's been a winner and he's faced with this situation, he's looked at it as hopeless, and he quits. He says, I can understand the psychology of it. Not that I'm endorsing what he did, but I understand it. End quote. Um, Gogi, I think there's a little truth to what Aram just said. In my opinion, you could see the look of discouragement um, on Nicholas Walter's face as early as round four and five. And it just he just kept on getting – he almost looked like he was in quicksand. And, had, and, you know, he's got a very good amateur background. Um, he has just known success, great success, as being a professional. I guarantee you he's never been so thoroughly – physically and mentally dominated and broken like he was this past Saturday night. Uh, But do you think that deserves a free pass from the fight fans as well as HBO? No. Leave it like that. (laughs) (laughs) Short and sweet. I love it. You know what it reminded me of, Gogi? Uh, Upon watching it again, Right, and I've watched it several times just to um, look at the mannerisms of Nicholas Walters, and he looks like he is turning to his corner in that seventh round as to say, hey, do something, guys. Help me, because I'm getting my ass whooped here. You know what it looked like to me? It almost reminded me of Joe Calzaghe versus Jeff Lacey, in which, mm-hmm. boy, Nicholas Walters talked a lot of shit, And he sounded very confident going in, and he was undefeated. And then all of a sudden, he gets turned every which way, thoroughly dominated from pillar to post. And he had never gone through that, not as an amateur, not as a professional. And he was never the same after that Calzaghe fight. I mean, we saw a shell of Jeff Lacey after that. Gogi, do you see the same thing happening to Nicholas Walters in this scenario? He didn't get a. He didn't take a lot of punishment. He'll come back to fight another day. It's just his reputation is damaged. Okay. So Lacey how do you rectify this? Lacey took a lot of punishment in the fight. Okay. He didn't. Boy, he did. Walters didn't. Yeah. Boy, he sure did. Uh, I tell you what, though, it was a very, <laughs> it was a very Kalzagi-esque performance by uh, by Vasil Lomachenko, um, and a lot of people are heralding heralding uh, Vasil Lomachenko, but what about Nicholas Walters? How do you recover from this? this? You would think something like this would be career suicide. You know, we saw Vitaly Klitschko actually do this against Chris Bird, giving away his title on the stool when he was up on the judges' scorecards. He wasn't getting thoroughly beat down, but he tore his rotator cuff, and he chose to quit on his stool, giving relinquishing his title to Chris Bird. He seemed to recover from it. 
Um, and he put on that gallant performance against uh, Lennox Lewis at the Staples Center several years later, eventually winning the vacant WBC title from uh, when he beat down Corey Sanders in the same place. So, Gogi, what do you do if you're Nicholas Walters? What does top rank do? Pray Aram gives him another great opportunity, and this time he don't stink up. He don't he don't stink out the joint and quit. That's bottom line. He's just gonna have to wait, Joe. Uh, when you do something like this, there's so many fighters out there are, are, are you know are begging for an opportunity to fight on HBO to make that kind mm. of money. And when you quit Indeed. like that, you know what I mean. He's just gonna have to wait his turn and go back to the bottom of the barrel and fight his way back up. That's what I would do. I wouldn't even let him fight on HBO again. Let him prove it. In, in, in uh, you know, in Telefutura, well, I don't know. He's going to fight for that little money on Telefutura, <laughs> but, you know, fight, you know, find some other, uh, uh, I don't know, venues, I mean, not venues, find some other uh, opportunities that Top Rank could give him and prove himself again against tough guys. Yeah, you know, why not? Nonito Donaire seemed to have to go that route. Right mm-hmm. before he was featured featured on a pay per view. Yep. Uh, he yep. he had to do that. Yep. He had, to, he had to fight on Telefutura again. Yeah. Yep. He did, and he proved it. He, he proved his point against that tough guy, and uh, from Mexico, and he came back mm-hmm. on the big stage and everything. That's what uh, that's what what's his name's gonna have to do. Plain and simple. You know what I mean? Indeed, indeed. We'll we'll see what Nicholas Walters is really made of from this point forward. Um, and those are our final thoughts for Walters versus Lomachenko. Uh, going back to Ward versus Kovalev, Gogi, is there a demand for the rematch? I know there's a big controversy, but looking at these dismal numbers, they can't be encouraging for anyone involved. Um, is, there a, is there a great enough demand to put this back on pay-per-view? Or should this fight be like Hopkins versus Dawson? To, yeah. and just be on yeah. regular subscriber HBO. The money these guys are going to want is going to have to be on pay-per-view, but they got to be realistic with their demands, and they're got to, you know, and next time they put it on, they're going to have to put it where, number one, there's not another boxing pay-per-view going on the same month, like Pacquiao. Oh, yeah, stuff like that, Joe. Uh, you know, well, think, think three- about this, Gogi. In my opinion, Kathy Duva might be setting herself up for the fall again. What did she say? Hey, you know what? This could we could stage the rematch as early as April. Well, they better hope it's not April, because that's the month that Manny Pacquiao and Bob Arum are once again targeting for their next pay per view event. And I guarantee you, it's not going to be against someone like Jesse Vargas. They're going to want to get HBO involved. So you're probably looking at a, a, depending on Terrence Crawford's performance, they're probably looking on a fight with either Terrence Crawford or Vasily Lomachenko. I can't can't imagine anyone else but those two candidates at this time. Mm. Well, that's something they're going to have to figure out, okay? Uh, Before they can get a date, (laughs) they got to, before that small, Joe, you're getting way too ahead of yourself, man. Number one, This fight, this rematch clause, they're going to have to enforce it, okay? Don't even think mm. about getting the date until you get the money agreed upon. <laughs> okay, then you've got to get Ward to agree upon it, okay? Uh, but to me, it's going to get ugly and nasty, and I think it's going to end up in court, you know? 
Uh, the, the hell mm. with the dates. You know, even say that's irrelevant. <laughs> you know, dates ain't going to be nothing if uh, they don't agree to the money, okay? <laughs> that's the main, that's going to be the biggest, right there, the biggest uh, factor in making this fight. Dan Ward, you know what I mean? He's got to be happy with the money, or he ain't, I don't think he's going to take the fight, or he's going to avoid it like the plague. And if he does that, then, hey, Patty English, and if he tries to fight somewhere else, tries to get another fight, that's what Patty English is going to put his foot down and, you know, enforce that uh, agreement. Yeah, indeed. Well, guys, I, I tell you what, it's going to be interesting to see where this goes, but uh, stay tuned. Uh, those are our final thoughts, at least for the time being. Uh, Gogi, good luck on your trip to California. We'll see you on ringtv.com. Uh, when is it going to be broadcast, on Thursday or Friday? I think the fight's on a Friday, so... Yeah, I think okay. it's Friday. I don't know. Yeah, I think I, I, it's Friday. Uh, the fight's a Friday, but yeah, I don't know what time it's going to be there. I don't. You know, okay. Not, well, I will tell you what. I'll get I'll get the specific information. I'll post it on War Week Radio. Um, but yeah, good luck on your travels, and uh, we'll Thank speak you. to you when you get back. And guys, that you've been listening to War Week Radio once again on behalf of James Gogi. I'm Joseph Heron. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the War Week Radio YouTube page. And that's it. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.